Valley of Famine contains mature content. Please be sure to check the episode notes for specific content warnings before listening. The Rogue Valley Role Players Podcast is an affiliate of Battle Bards, an online resource of music, sound effects, and all sorts of other audio goodies that you can use in your own games and shows. Head on over to BattleBards.com and check out their wide assortment of tracks. And if you like what you hear, be sure to pick up a Prime membership and don't forget to use our promo code RVRPODCAST when you do. Hello and welcome, listeners, to the Rogue Valley Role Players. My name is Ben. I'm here with Rosemary, Austin, and Ed. We are down a person for this episode, this session. Nick, who plays Haru Matsuhara, is sick. Um, we're here to play Valley of Famine, a Deadlands Weird West uh, Savage Worlds game. Uh, you'll can find out more about all that in the end credits for the show. My name is Ben. I am the Marshal. I am running the Shindig tonight. My name is Rosemary, and I think Rachel's a deputy again. So I'm playing deputy Rachel Jane Kennedy. She's a hexlinger. That's right. Got my mojo back. (laughs) Deputy and a hexlinger. Right? Nice. Uh, this is Austin playing Herod Graves, playing White on Beardslay, playing everyone else. All right, listeners, you know who I am by now if you've been listening already. You know who I play. Well, Ben's giving me the glare, so I should probably tell you that I'm Ed and I'm playing Daisy Gilmore, the weird scientist. <laughs> Daisy, you and Jonathan go over to the claim jumper. You get uh, you get claim. some drinks. The claim, the claim. Yes, I'm I'm <laughs> not gonna not say that. <laughs> uh, you get over to the claim. <laughs> you get some drinks, and and you know Jonathan's kind of uh, doesn't really like throw his drink back like he usually does. He's kind of looking at it, sips at it, lets it roll in his glass. Daisy. You... You've been gone for a couple of months. Yeah. And, uh... Well, it's, it's got me to thinking. I'm, I'm glad you made it back. It's fine. I was I was worried about you. Didn't, didn't get too much news from uh, Salt Lake City. Well, we were there, and then, then we went to Shan Fan. And... Okay. And, yeah. And, uh... You know, things have been crazy... Here in Jacksonville and Jackson County, what with you know getting getting to be mayor and all that was really unexpected. Well, yeah, that 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 that's kind of a great honor. I mean, everyone around here thinks well, not maybe everyone. But there's enough people around here that think of you as, you know, a, a, just not a good person. Oh well, you know, Sheriff yeah. Ross still still yeah. suspects the the robberies. He ain't wrong, but, uh, he, you know, I just, I, I figured someone else was going to run. Uh, no, no one was going to want, you know, Jonathan Graves, ex-stagecoach robber, to be mayor of Jacksonville. Yeah, but, you know, 
not just Jonathan Graves at Stagecoach, Robert. You're Jonathan Graves, owner of the Grave Dig. You know, one of the what, the biggest ghost rock mine here in the Rogue Valley now. Yeah, it's it's grown. It's grown. It's a lot of it's a lot of responsibilities now. And um, I, I'm not sure I can take it all on alone. Hmm? Easy. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I know, I know, we ain't been together for too long, less than a year. I know that that's a long time. But I was wondering, Daisy, would you marry me? What? <laughs> Wait. You, you really want to marry me? Yeah. I love you, Daisy. <sighs> yes! <laughs> yes! He's got this very relieved look. Like, he, he wasn't quite sure. <laughs> oh, but Jonathan! I, I, oh, this is great! I, I, I thought you were going to break up with me because I was gone so long. What? No! Then when I came home... There you are, running around town in a fancy suit, and I, well, I, mean, I thought people, you was going to meet someone else. No, people expect, you know, the mayor to dress up to a certain... Well, I, I know that now. <laughs> no, there's, there ain't no one else, Daisy. You just made me a very happy lady. You just made me a very happy backstage robber. All right. <laughs> Bartender! <laughs> Rounds on everyone! Or Rounds for everyone. Like Ron's on to ruin better. I gotta try that one someday in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a big, big celebration there. I'll go off, like, run out in the streets, fire off the rail gun. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> uh, yeah, you're in the sheriff's office, and all of a sudden you hear the rail gun going off, and, and people are shouting and yelling. Rachel grabs the gun off the table, holsters it, and goes running outside. Yeah, I think Wenon will follow after with a look of shock on his face. Yeah, uh, Abraham Ross follows as well. <laughs> like, oh, okay, grabs his hat. It's time to be the sheriff. All right, now, Rachel! <laughs> Daisy, what's wrong? Where's the, where's the danger? <laughs> look! Look! <laughs> 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 is that Jonathan asked me to marry him Rachel falls off her horse <laughs> when did you get on your horse she gets on her horse she gets on her horse and falls and off falls off the horse I'm gonna be Mrs. Daisy Graves first lady of Jacksonville <laughs> so many titles <laughs> Wynon looks sick to his Here stomach <laughs> Daisy, that's good news, right? And, and Herod, you're going to be my brother-in-law. Do you hug him? Yeah. <laughs> he he clears his throat and just closes his eyes with a look of just disappointment. And then reaches a single hand and just gives you like a single rough pat on the back. <laughs> uh, once you release... Uh, 
wine on. Rachel will also give him like a big hug and be like, I'm happy for you, thank you. Well, Daisy, I'm a. Uh, I know my face don't show it. That's perfect. I'm a corpse, but I'm happy for you, for you and Jonathan. Thank you, thank you. Is Jonathan out in the street with us? Yeah, I think so. Probably. I think so. Do you want him not to be? No, or? I was gonna say <laughs> Rachel's gonna like turn to him and like give him like her best deputy glare, and be like. You better treat her right. Well, of course. That means no more stagecoach, Robin. I don't rightly know what you're talking about, Deputy. Have you been standing out in the sun too long? You've been having those uh, misconceptions again, those uh, those delusions about... Uh, me and stagecoach robberies. As I as I understand it now, there's there there are definitely stagecoach robberies going on, but I reckon that they are being carried out by far more vicious people and are certainly not in in the way that would be were I to ever consider Jonathan here makes way too much money for him to go robbing stagecoaches. Yeah. It's just just not my style anymore. <laughs> Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you, Deputy. You, you'll come, of course. What? To the wedding? Oh, my gosh. Rachel, I, I want you to be my maid of honor. Rachel falls off her horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, actually, Rachel is a little not taken aback. She's really happy, like... You want me for your maid of honor? Uh, well, yeah, you're like my my best friend. Uh, I'm I'm honored, and suddenly <laughs> she's like crying, <laughs> like with happiness. Belly famine, happiest episode ever so far, right? <laughs> Until Jonathan asks his brother to be his best man. <laughs> I don't know. After what was said right. in the sheriff's Did office, like, uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, at least not yet. It was uh, too soon. Uh, but definitely, Jonathan's like given Wynon like like a look. Like, you want to retract some of what you said? He stares back with a face that he's doing his best to leave as, as impassive as possible. Sheriff Ross, I, I know we ain't always seen eye to eye, but, well, it's between you and Haru, but I could use the best man. And Sheriff Ross is like, uh, 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 you better ask Haru. <laughs> uh, wait, no, he's dead too. Um, When's the wedding? We've got a lot of planning to do, that's all I know. First you decide to do it, and then, yeah. and then you make the plans. <laughs> well, I can help with that, Daisy. Well, all right. Oh, Daisy, this is so exciting. We, we've, got, we've got to talk about this wedding. We've got to start planning. And she'll walk off with Daisy. Or she'll at least go stand with Daisy. And... So, uh, yeah, I think we're going to flash forward now. Maybe it's the next day, 
kind of your your anti-stage coach robbery plans get put on hold mm-hmm. because of this news. Uh, but the next day, uh, you're riding out um, along the road into the forest. Uh, I sure wish Haru could have joined us. Yeah, he was really busy with Iron Dragon stuff. Uh, actually, um, the Iron Dragon stuff, you, there, there's an Iron Dragon payroll train that's due in, mm-hmm. and Haru is busy kind of overseeing, like, how do we do this without getting robbed? <laughs> And that's just a very, very involved process. I feel like Rachel would have swung by briefly to check in with him mm-hmm. before leaving the valley. Yeah, that's you're not leaving the valley. Or leaving town. Leaving town, yeah. Why not kind of says over his shoulder, I'll admit there's a certain security to having Matsuhara around. He makes a mighty fine meat shield. <laughs> A what? How <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? Whoops. If my guess is right, it should be up here on the right. Just maybe about 400 feet. Give me notice rolls. That's a raise. I failed. I only got a seven. Um, So yeah, 400 feet later, later, you see the wreckage of the stagecoach that was due in the other day. Um, By this point, you know, the wheels have stopped spinning. Um, And it's shot up. The two of you, uh, Rachel and Daisy, are probably getting flashbacks to... uh, uh, when you went out to go investigate the, the late stagecoach that the unmourned Shang Jin was in when Lazarus Black was still alive and kidnapped him and stuff. Um, it's kind of a similar sight. The stagecoach just riddled with bullet holes. Um, Gatlings? Not Gatlings. So a lot of different calibers and stuff like that. Just like old times, huh, Daisy? Yeah, well... Doesn't look like Gatlin, so. The three of you see that. Uh, Rachel and Daisy, you also see um, tracks leading away, horse tracks, like a, a group, a, a large group of horsemen came riding up and then departed, uh, heading off into the mountains. Um, Rachel, you see another set of tracks in addition to that heading off in kind of a random direction. And there's there you see no bodies at this site. No, there's no no bodies, no horses. But the tracks you see, Rachel, are weird. It's like a bunch of people got up and like bunched in together in like a crowd with like animals in the mix as well with horses in the mix and then kind of shuffled off into the forest so that was there's two sets of tracks so there's that one there's the the horsemen leading off uh in towards the mountains and then there's this other weird jumble of tracks that just like none of it makes sense oh okay. so like a bunch of people a bunch of people that like Decided to like stand up and group together. Some are walking forward, some are walking backwards, some are walking sideways. 
Rachel's looking at these prints. I mean, I don't have knowledge of cult, so... I have knowledge, Ben. <laughs> you have a D12 on that. <laughs> she's looking at this, and I think she's interpreting it as just chaos of some sort of fight. So she'll point out the trail to you two. So it looks like some sort of... I can't make heads or tails of these tracks. Can you guess at their age? Oh, like how old they are? Adults, probably. I mean, like how old are the tracks? Like, Oh. Are they fresh? Mm-mm. They're at least 24 hours old, probably a little bit older than that. Mm, they're pretty faded. They look like at least a day or so old. See how it's covered over here? And she'll gesture. I don't know. Rachel's not really a tracker. It's like, well, the, the horse hoofs seem to all be run off that way, and that seems to be who the bandits are. Wynon says something like, uh, damn, the distraction yesterday, without really thinking about it. Distraction? Never mind. <laughs> what? The wedding. Well, there was no wedding. Oh, we were busy partying instead of hunting down these things. Uh, well. The proposal, whatever it is. Anyway. Perhaps there's still value in attempting to follow these. Maybe they have a, a staging point from which they launch these attacks. Which do we want to follow? And she'll gesture at both trails. Or do we want to... Split up the party. We are a little light on help. I think we choose one. Flip a coin if you like. Follow it. It seems obvious the bandits went that way with the horses. But those other tracks could be survivors. Yeah, if there's people hurt, may need help. Let's go with the tracks less likely to lead to conflict at the moment. The ones that may have someone who needs help. All right. Someone roll me survival. Hmm, somebody, huh? I'll boost lower trait on myself. Yeah, that sounds like a good yeah. idea, because none of us have it. <laughs> sure, on myself. Is Harbor a survivalist? I don't think so. Probably not. There we go. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you... The tracks never get any less confusing as you're following them um and oh actually i should say that was the boost lower trait role that wasn't oh that's the right yeah survival so role. you get you basically get a d6 in the survival oh, okay now rolling survival nine nine so that's a raise uh as i was saying <laughs> sorry i just realized i was like oh wait I have yeah the the tracks don't get any less confusing. They're they're still jumbled up, and it looks like some people are just walking backwards or sideways through the forest. Um, at one point, you see like there's an area where there's a fallen uh, log, um, and it's just like all scraped up. Like almost a dozen people try to clamber over it at once. So, but very clumsily. 
I'm thinking the way Rachel's sudden ability to track is manifesting is she's got one hand on redemption. Mm-hmm. And so she's she kind of pauses as she takes in the scene of the log and looks at you two and you know, back at the carriage all that was chaos. That could be explained by being attacked, but these tracks here, they're not making any more sense. Like, look here, and she'll point out, like, a footprint that's in the totally wrong direction, but, like, the branch is bent, like, going forward. Yeah. You see, no one walks like this. Something's not right. Well, I see what you mean. If they're hurt, maybe. They would have to be hurt very badly, Miss Gilmore. Notice the angle of the feet. That would be and there's both Prince. legs having been broken. Prince yeah, right I next guess you couldn't to walk them. like that. Hmm. So, what do you suggest, Miss Kennedy? Well, experience is telling me there's probably some sort of monster or demon at the end of this trail. We could hunt it down. Or we could turn back to that other trail. We'd have lost a little bit of time, but we could try to follow that one instead. Whenever humans are doing bad things out here, there always seems to be some kind of demon behind it. So maybe we're on this right path. Press forward. Uh-oh, they're on to me. <laughs> uh, when she says that it could be a demon, uh, can why not do like an occult roll or something? Yeah, absolutely. Try to think if yeah. you can think what it might be. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I blew it up. All right. You're looking at the tracks and you're thinking about it, and you've heard of these things before because you encountered one during the war. It was on, uh, uh, we'll say it was the third Battle of Shiloh. Um, And there were, you know, at that point, new science had engaged in such a way that a lot of the Civil War battles were being fought with trenches. And sometimes you'd wind up with trenches just choked with the bodies of Union and Confederate soldiers. And you remember one particular battle... uh, you're making your way through the trenches. The order has been given to advance when um, two of the men ahead of you were advancing when just this mass of bodies reached up, grabbed them, and hauled them down. And then they all came shambling out. They were just twisted and bent and massed together. And some some parts of them, like the locations the body parts made no sense like someone had an arm coming out of their chest someone else had two extra sets of legs coming from their torso just this conglomeration of corpses I think Wynon sits still on his horse with like a, a distant stare for a moment and he's just reliving the horror of that moment silently to himself and if you're talking to him he doesn't act like he even hears you. Yeah, I feel maybe Rachel's, you know, probably saying, what do you think we should do? You know, 
Rachel turns, kind of not really looking at you at first. And says, what do you think, why not? Why not? He shakes himself out of it. I may have seen something like this before. Corpses twisted, melded together, born from the dead. Like those things we fought in the mine, but one entity out of many. I ain't never heard of anything like that, but you say it's true, I believe you. I'm not sure I believe it myself, but I have a memory of it. Took a lot of gunfire to bring it down, as I recall. Rachel grins and pats me. Says, oh, I think I got a lot of firepower on me. So it does die, huh? If you shoot it enough. You recall in your your flashback, like it got to the point where, you know, Gatling crews were pouring lead into this thing as it was just like killing soldiers and eating up their bodies and adding to its own mass until finally you called in artillery to obliterate this thing. It absorbs the dead as it moves, like like a rubber band ball, I suppose. Grows larger. That happened with a rubber band ball. Well, excuse me if I can't come up with a good simile. So you're saying we need heavy firepower? The heaviest you've got. I think we got that. Oh yeah. I want to carve some fucking bullets. I can do that on the fly, though, now. I still like the idea of Rachel, like, taking a moment, though, to carve her bullets. Yeah, I think... That would be the wise Yeah, she's gonna take a moment and pull out. She goes over to her horse, you know, flips open a saddlebag and pulls out this leather... Not a satchel. Yeah, like, like the leather wrapping. Um, And on the leather is uh, a rune. Um, she takes it and finds like a, she like clears off like an area of the ground and lays it out on this like leather wrapping. And on the inside of this leather is this pattern of runes. Um, in the center is Odin's rune, I'm going to say in the very center. And she sets the bullet on that rune. I want to say she strikes a match and lights a candle on one side and then and she sets out like a little bowl and pours a little bit of water in the other side and then she briefly bows her head and closes her eyes and then she sets her hand over the bullet kind of cups her hand over the bullet and you see like this kind of light, this blue-white light cup under her hand. And she, you know, holds it there for a second, then lifts her hand up, and there's this glowing, like, white-blue rune 
Give me a spellcasting roll and we'll see if there is. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And, yeah, so this is super... And the bullet briefly kind of crackles with ice, and then... Um, kind of, you see, like, the... Uh, the frost wisping the... I'll have some notes to take later. That was quite interesting. So she'll chamber that bullet. She has her gun, like, on a separate, probably, piece of leather that's not part of the main piece, and she'll, where she'll, like, rest it when she's carving. And then as she carves, she loads the bullets into the gun. And so... Uh, this one she's carving um, she like pulls out another bullet puts her hand over and this time you see like the light under her hand is like a more like flickering it looks like flames almost and this time when she pulls her hand away it's like the bullet um, the rune in it is like carved and it's like the glowing Red of like a hot ember, and there's smoke rising off of this bullet. And she's gonna do that kind of back and forth one bullet of ice, one bullet of fire. And so at the end of this ritual, she finishes loading up the gun, holsters that, she blows out the candle, she takes the water, and um, actually I think puts her fingers in it and like kind of wipes it across her forehead, okay. and then like puts the bowl away, like wraps the candle and the bowl like back up in this leather pouch, ties She kind of ceremoniously like pour what's left the water out after she does the, yeah. the forehead thing? Yeah. And then puts that back in her saddlebag. Okay, cool. I'm ready, gentlemen. Daisy. Gentlemen. Sorry. I keep looking at you and <laughs> There's then... There's only one gentleman here so, today. So, she'll say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Before it gets dark. Give me a survival. I think your boost is worn off at this point. She'll cast another boost lower trait. So, put her hand back on uh, Redemption and search for that uh, clarity she had earlier. She gets a five. So you got a D four in the skill, right? Going yeah. from nothing to D four. Yeah. Uh, nope, that's a three. Okay. Yeah, it's you know between the ritual, the amount of time it's been, you've kind of lost the trail a little bit. It gets, it's just so confused. I think maybe you know you follow it past the tree, and the the ground is just really torn up, and then it hits like a a creek or something, and maybe this. Thing, this gaggle of people walked downstream for a bit, and so you lose the trail. Yeah, you see Rachel kind of look, you know, kind of around with a frustrated look and be like, uh, I'm not quite sure where they, where it went. It might have gone into the stream. Well, that causes issues, doesn't it? Uh, perhaps yeah. we go downstream a bit, see if we can pick it up again. Yeah, it's worth a shot. What if we went upstream? True. We could maybe 
split the party <laughs> and look upstream and downstream. Or you could wander as a group one way and then wander as a group the other way. I have the fastest horse. I suppose if we were to split up, I should go one way. Now, these woods are. Well, I don't know. I, I, its direction of travel doesn't seem to be going. Give me a smart roll. Okay. Oh, you're good at that. I am good at that. Not as good as I am as word science, but. <laughs> I'm not good at that right now. I just De botched. Definitely going upstream. Okay. For sure. It was like, yeah, well, it looks like it's not taking some easy paths around here, so maybe we should go upstream. Yeah, one way is as good as any, I guess. Good thinking, Miss Gillimore. <laughs> of course. You all know I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, we'll go upstream. You head upstream, and you keep following, and you keep following, and it... Sun starts heading, wheeling on down, and it's getting close to sunset, and you've not picked up the trail at all. I don't see anything, and it's getting dark. Should we make camp or head back? I think it's too late to head back. Wyon thinks, yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> Didn't you make a survival roll to find a good spot to make camp? You do. On the bright side, your power points are recharged. The the ones that aren't tied up by your, your gun, but your uh, boost survival spell has worn off. Uh, she'll cast it again. Okay. It's a five. Yeah, so that's another, that's a d4. Yeah. But you can roll good this time. Uh, hopefully. Yay, yeah. That was key. Seven on both of them. So yeah, you find uh, an adequate uh, space to camp, like a small clearing. Um, it's kind of sheltered from the elements. Yeah. Well, let's. But you, you find some dry wood yeah. to use for a campfire. This place seems as good as any. Believe me when I say that we will want to put this fire out before we go to bed tonight. We do not want to draw this thing's attention when we are unprepared. Of course, we should leave a watch, but even then, I need both of your eyes as bright and ready as they can be. Well, maybe we do want to get its attention. You want to fight this thing at night, Miss Gilmore? I promise you, it does not need to see us. I'll be able to see it. <laughs> it sounds to me like you're volunteering for first watch. Yeah, it's probably for the best. Well, all right then. I'm a light sleeper, so... He's good you have heavy sleeper. sleeper. Yeah, or heavy sleeper, the other one, yeah. Did we come out with supplies? Like, are we eating? Like, do you have anything to eat? I think we would have been smart enough to do that. Yeah. It's like they're rare either. It's springtime, so. Yeah. Over that survival roll, you've probably scrimped together oh, okay. some stuff you could eat. 
We were planning on taking... Yeah, we probably brought food. Yeah. It's the Valley of Famine. You probably don't go anywhere without, like, some spare food just in case. That's probably just, like, standard habit for anyone living here. Why not be maybe thinking, like, oh, wow, I wasn't planning to be out overnight. I'm kind of hungry. Rachel will see, like, (laughs) that you don't have a lot of supplies. And she'll offer you some of her trail rations. And so you recall in Salt Lake City, like, food tasted pretty good. And when you ate it, it was actually filling. That's not not really the case anymore and for Rachel and Daisy it's probably like business as usual you kind of miss like oh yeah the the food in Salt Lake City was good yeah we just ain't got good chefs around here yeah so I mean you 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 dig into your rations you eat every little bit you pick up the crumbs and you're just not quite satisfied but you know, you're kind of accustomed to that, and I mean, compared to how things were in the winter, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's okay. But Wynon, you're definitely like, hmm. Yeah, Wynon's picking at this, and he kind of looks at Rachel. Not to sound ungrateful, but is it possible this is on the edge of spoiled? No, it's pretty typical here, actually. You'll get used to it after a while. Hmm. Ooh, actually, Rachel, you probably know exactly what's going on with the food. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is what I was talking about earlier. Why not? This is the effect of that gaunt woman I saw. It's famine. This is her influence. Or it's stale food, but I know better than to completely dismiss your gut or your experiences so I will keep it in mind you stay in the valley long enough you'll find out sooner or later all food is like this Hmm. he picks that just a little bit more and then kind of gives you know lets his fork lay and gives up gonna finish that it's back to you we don't waste food here, and she'll eat it. Mm-hmm. Night. Daisy, give me a notice roll. Yeah, your shift goes by without incident. I'll wake up. Oh, I'm going to wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn? Yeah. You mind if I borrow that contraption of yours? These goggles? Why not slots it on? Can he see just the same, or is there some way you have to like use it? No, these are completely... I think you just use them. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh, these are quite interesting, Miss Gilmore. I shall have to get those blueprints from you. Oh, I didn't make them. I bought these in Salt Lake City. Oh. I totally forgot about That's why that. you can use them. <laughs> I should have bought some. I Never mind. Uh, go to sleep. I, I'll keep an eye out. All right. 
Give me an out of trouble. I'm gonna save all those bennies just like Dave when I fail this. Um, we're gonna bang that. <laughs> <laughs> so much for that resolve. That's a four. Four? Maybe you're just having flashbacks to the war. But in the distance, way distance, back down the trail where you came from, you kind of hear this odd multitonal ulation. And it sounds really far away, and it echoes to the valley, and then it's, it's done. And maybe, maybe you're, you know, you're, you're, you're a little shaken because you, you recognized this, this thing. Maybe it's just your memories. Maybe, maybe it's not even actually anything. I think Wynon's going to try to climb a tree and look and look just around the camp and make sure, because he, he's not going to treat this as a joke. Like, this is a thing that he is taking very seriously. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and give me an athletics roll. Ooh, blew it up. That's a seven. Oh yeah, you climb up a tree. No problem. And you're trying to get a good look. Give me another notice roll. It's a five. Five. I think you see some smoke off in the distance. Maybe there's a homestead. Uh, too far away to get to uh, tonight. Uh, maybe you would have hit it had you followed the stream downstream. But as it is, uh, yeah. He'll try to, like, make a little... Once he climbs down the tree again, he'll make, like, a little notch on the side of the tree towards the homestead to remind himself of, like, what direction it was in. Someone just died because of your botched roll. (laughs) So it happens. You can't re-roll the double ones. Nope. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, you, you make that notch in the tree... And uh, the rest of your watch goes by without incident. You don't hear any more weird, freaky, multi-tonal ulations. Is it getting on towards the morning at this point? Uh, yeah. I think he'll just let Rachel sleep and normally. I mean, it's not like going back to bed now is going to help him. Okay, give me a vigor roll. That's a six. Six, okay. Um, yeah, you don't take a level of fatigue, you stay awake. You're, you know, the, the sun is starting to rise when, uh, Rachel, you wake up. Daisy, you're probably still solidly asleep. Until until they make coffee, you're probably not getting up. Yeah. Yeah, Rachel wakes up and she's maybe a bit confused. And she's, what time is it? Well, I don't have my wind-up watch with me, sadly, so I couldn't tell you, but it's morning. You didn't wake me for my watch. Uh, he doesn't say anything else about it, just kind of shrugs his shoulders. You think I'm not capable? I just want to make sure you're well rested. I'm not confident in my ability to take this thing down on my own. And I need to make sure that every shot counts. Fair enough. Thanks. Appreciate the extra sleep. Mm-hmm. You see this mark I've made on this tree here? Yeah. Last night, 
I climbed up with Miss Gilmore's goggles and had a look. And there's a homestead down that way, the other direction of the river, that was putting up smoke last night. I don't know for sure how these creatures react, but they might be drawn to heat and smoke and fire. Well, we haven't picked up the trail this way. I guess we could turn around, head back downstream, see if we pick it up there. That still seem to be, uh, yeah, the wrong direction. Wait, I'm not there yet. Here's what I think happens. You're sleeping, but you say that in like a sleep voice. <laughs> wait a minute, I'm asleep. We just give Daisy a concerned look. I'm gonna put the coffee on. Watch this, and she puts the like kettle on over the fire, and the smell of coffee starts to permeate the immediate area. Yeah, the smell of coffee reaches you, and Daisy just kind of like sits up, like I'm awake. Oh, coffee. These are yours. Oh, thank you. How'd you sleep, Daisy? Oh, you know. Yeah, very well. Lionel and I were discussing which way to go today, and sounds like he saw something last night downstream. Yes, there's a homestead or something. I saw the smoke last night. Climbed this tree. Downstream, huh? Well, I'm pretty sure it would've went upstream. Well, we've gone upstream. So if it's gone even further upstream, I doubt we're likely to catch it if we didn't yesterday. It's possible that this smoke you saw, it could be a homestead. These folk might know something. Well, it seems like we've definitely lost track of this demon thing, and, well, maybe that's where the bandits went, too. That's true. Could be the bandits. Possibly. We should, of course, be cautious, as always. Sensible advice. How far away do you think the smoke was? Uh, maybe three hours' journey. Well, let's get to it. All right, then. Break camp. Hitch up the horses, break camp. All right. A few hours later, you head downstream. You kind of triangulate where you, you know, you saw the smoke coming from. And you can still see whiffs of faint smoke as you draw near her. And you come out in this clearing and you see what used to be a small log cabin uh, for some kind of woodland... Um, homestead but the the cabin has been just completely knocked askew logs are all over the place um the you know part of them caught fire at some point in time it's starting to die down and the valley's still pretty wet and and moist as it were um and there's like another shed that may have served as a barn that's collapsed in on itself um and the ground is just completely tore up. It's like a mob came rolling through here. Help me check the house, would you? And he points at logs that he wants you to help him like move aside so he can get a better look. I'm not very strong, but I could try. I'm average strength. Give me athletics rolls. 
Why don't get a raise? I only get a five. Okay. You're kind of making a token effort at moving logs, but you're mostly like like keeping an eye yeah, on the tree line. She's more concerned about something breaking out and sneaking up on us. So she's only, yeah. You're keeping an eye out, yeah. Putting a sense. token effort into like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm helping with this log. I use science and leverage to get my one success. You, uh, yeah, you move... You move the logs, you use leverage and science, uh, and you clear some of the debris out of the way, and you find kind of what's left of a few people. It looks like they've been ripped limb from limb and devoured, and then just like a few bits of entrails and bones are all that's left. Why not kind of just takes us in and blinks for a moment flashing back again to the horror of that night at the third battle of what did you say it was Shiloh Shiloh God I hope the bandits didn't do this they didn't this is textbook well if it was that thing why is all there this viscera here that wasn't at the stagecoach it's a messy thing that's about all I can tell you it doesn't it doesn't do anything cleanly. Maybe the logs falling on these bodies meant it couldn't get to it them all. Oh. Are you checking out the barn shed thing? Um, I don't think so, because I think his main purpose was just to make sure that like this is what he thought it was, which was that that monster rolled through here. Okay. I think Rachel would probably dismount and just do a general quick search okay well, we definitely dismounted to move these logs yeah yeah give me notice a notice roll if you're yeah especially since you're kind of keeping a premier watch while yeah. they're moving debris and logs she's and kind stuff. of you know just checking things over in a general sense the seven you're you're looking around the perimeter uh like i said the, tor- the ground's all tore up but you kind of you notice the shed, like, it, it collapsed in on itself a little bit, but you see, like, maybe the rear end of a uh, of a cow uh, lying on the ground, sticking out of the, the debris. And there's, like, a bunch of dead chickens all over the place, too. All over, near, near the, the shed. Feathers everywhere. Uh, she'll head over there and kind of poke around like you know take like the toe of her boot and nudge like a body of a chicken <laughs> zombie chicken she shoots it um actually yeah uh you hear don't make us fight zombie chickens you, you're fighting zombie chickens um you hear uh, kind of a sound like someone's struggling against some of the debris inside the the shed. Oh, to clear the debris. Okay, uh, give me an athletics roll. Wow. Where was that roll on the house? She didn't want to lift blocks. This is a person. Uh, 11? <laughs> yeah, it was a person. Hopefully. Um, yeah, you pull some debris off uh you know you, it's amazingly like uh push some of the the 
collapsed shed apart and make enough room and then kind of stagger back as this person stands what was left of a person stands up its body is all twisted and gnarled and it's got like literal chickens fused to <laughs> its body and it's got like uh, one of its it's got it's regular human arm and it's got like a cow leg sticking out in his armpit and it kind of uh, not at an okay angle it's got a, the cow's head sticking out of its shoulder and it just kind of <laughs> and it comes down <laughs> something like that not- a, a, <laughs> yeah you know, zombie it makes like a zombie chicken, a zombie cow, and a zombie human noise all at once. Um, I'd like to persuade it to not hurt us. Oh, okay. This first round, I'm only going to deal Rachel in, because I think the the two of you yeah. are, got your attentions elsewhere. We're far away. Makes sense. I'm starting to think, who are these people who actually live here, and do we know them? Um, I don't think you, like, knew them, um... But they may have been newish homesteaders okay. after the winter. All right. Uh, Rachel. Ooh, you got the Joker, Rachel. Oh, nice. You needed that. Pass yeah, that around. Sweet. And the Mindy Glom got three. <laughs> She's going to draw both of her guns and shoot Gunier first. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, seven. Plus the Joker. Plus the Joker. So nine. nine. That's a raise. That's Raise. So that's 46? Mm hmm. Only 46. Only 46. Man. Wait till I load up a loaded for a bear. (laughs) Which gives me an extra d6 of damage. This gun's nuts. So that's. I do think I get, before you tally that up, I do think I get an agility roll at negative 2 to try and. You need that. That's yeah. the downside to first templates. Is oh, okay. You can get out of the way. Maybe. Uh, that's a that's a raise. So it comes staggering forward, and I think it it, it because of its misshapen body, it like trips oh. and rolls forward. And I blow up the remains of the shed. Of the shed, yeah, behind it. What does that look like? I think it's like a white, blue fire. Okay. And then I fire with rage. Uh, odds, I think it's going to be a ammo and evens, it's a segmented shell. Okay. So it's the heavy weapon one. Alright. That's a raise. Yeah, that's a definitely a raise. Aww. Oof. That was lousy damage. Roll that. That's 12. Okay, that will that will shake and wound it. Um, so it's going to try and soak, and it does. And yeah, so ammo whammy. That bullet fires out, and it becomes a huge spear carved with these glowing runes. And it uh, it comes close. The the thing like, you know, it it 
trips, it rolls, it misses the uh, <laughs> the uh, segmented shell, stands back up, and as it does so, it kind of like is trying to regain its balance, and so it like hunches over because it's got this cow head sticking out of its shoulder, so its its center of balance is not the same as like a person's would be, and so the spear goes over its shoulders. Yeah, and like lands into like this white blue fire. Yeah. It comes staggering up towards you. I'll be really pissed if I die. Was that a zombie cow? My, it's, it's as good as I can get. I can't. I can't do the and the moo at the same time. There are two different direct breath directions. Uh, it staggers up to you and it's going to attack you a couple of times. First, with one of its human claws. You're gonna. <laughs> it's gonna put its hoof in your. No, that's bad. No, I regret saying that. <laughs> yep. Uh, what's your parry? Eight. 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 I want to kill With Rachel. With my guns out. You always want to kill Rachel. <laughs> Killing me. Okay, it misses with the first attack, and then it swings around with that that cow leg, and it tries to just bean you in the head with that. With the hoof. Oh jeez. Oh, God damn it. Oh jeez. Uh, fourteen. It's gonna hit with a raise. I didn't do good damage though. Six, seven, seven damage. That doesn't match my time. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think it clocks you kind of in, in the side of the head with the hoof, but it just, like, because of the way its limbs are all sticking out, it just didn't, like, swing at you from the right angle, so it didn't have a whole lot of power behind its swing, and it's just kind of, like, bonks you. Rachel's got this look on her face. Yeah, like. What even is this thing? Um, okay, now, uh, Wynon, you're going to need to make a fear roll at negative five plus your grit. Okay. As you you turn, you, you hear the gunshots, you hear the the groans, you turn around, you see this uh, this abomination come staggering towards Rachel. Uh, Rachel and Daisy, you know, you, f- you start to feel like that, that cold, twisting feeling of fear in your guts, but then the blessing of Skell warms your blood and you're inert against the fear. Wynon sees this thing and it definitely unsettles him, but he's seen worse. Right, he's seen a big one of these things. So this is like kids play to him a little bit. All right, uh, Daisy, you got a five of clubs. Wynon, you got a two of diamonds. Rachel, you get wow. That was, well, that's right there. You get the Joker again. Oh, the Glom got the Ten of Clubs and went on. Give that Ace to to Daisy. To Daisy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rachel, you've got this abomination up in your face. There's like a chicken head sticking out of its shoulder, going. I'm going to shoot that chicken head. <laughs> Call shot. Four. Uh, oh, it's against it its parry, the, though. Yeah, it's against its parry. What's its parry? Its parry is not four, so it, that's not going to hit. Adding a d6? No, we're rolling. Are you kidding me? But it's, five doesn't hit. Five does not hit. 
Yeah, that bullet can just miss. Okay. There's rage. No, you've got special bullets in all these, right? So what special bullet are you firing? Segmented shell. That's an 11. Yeah, point blank range. Oh, yeah. I am not going to have it do an agility roll because it's point blank range. I'm going to have you do an agility <laughs> okay. roll at negative two. To... The real irony is I'm going to blow myself yeah. up. It's like, I can't damage her this turn, so I'll have her damage herself. Right. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, seven. You roll out of the way just fine. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, 15, 16, 19. 19. That is going to be two wounds. So I'm going to try and soak that. I soak one wound. So it has taken a wound and it's shaken, and that was your turn. Daisy, you're up. All right. Uh, yeah, I see all this, and I'm going to shoot an overcharged bolt at this thing that is trying to tear my friend apart. So here we go. Woo-hoo! Five to hit. Do I really want to raise? Kill it! Kill the chicken! There's no way you're going to spend all those bennies if you don't start spending them now. All right, we're re-rolling. It's still not a raise. Alright. Not right now. Holy shit, how many bennies see how do I do you have? I had seven. I don't know how Ed does it. I think he cheats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 13. 19. Who needs raise? Oh my god. <laughs> 25. Oh shit. Woo, 29. Go bouncing green die. Wow. <laughs> 29? Yeah. Uh, fuck. That's going to be... That's, I think it's going to cap out at four wounds. Yeah. So it's got one wound right now. It's going to try and soak. Um, yeesh. Four wounds. And I didn't even get a raise. Uh, six. Ten. It soaks two wounds. Which would put it at three wounds. So it's still up. Alright, though. Think I'm going to spend this one Benny on that? Yeah, I thought you'd want to suck more wounds. No, I'm going to use it to uh, kill Rachel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whatever I did, I apologize. I'm it's, deeply and It's not what you did. Sorry. It's the fact that you're like the closest in proximity to this thing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think it's just that Rachel's the most heroic. She's always out there, like, being the one that checks things out. Uh, it's gonna shake. Um, that's gonna be so much fun. The only thing I've got going for me is I don't take wound penalties, <laughs> and I get a plus two on shake. I will read it in the rules here. Most undead. undead plus two to recover from being unshaken. From being shaken. Barely enough. Yeah. What a shame. You would have had to roll two ones so, to not unshake. Yeah. So I can act. And it's going to come lurching towards you, Rachel, where you've like thrown yourself back to avoid getting blowed up by your own, <laughs> your own gun. 
Uh, all right, yeah. It's going to attack at you two times, once with its claws, once with its hoof. Not the hoof. Uh, eight. Uh, that matches my parry. Okay, so, so it's going to hit. Uh, no. Sure, spend your penny on that. It uh, one. it flails at you and it just like gently traces its its bloody gross hand down your down your face, just like you. That's so gross. And then it's gonna try and stomp at you with its hoof. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, that's a six. Oh, that's so I don't think it hits. Either. No. I should have had a wild attack. That would have been smart. Why not? It's your turn. I think he will try to approach it from the side on foot. Uh, I don't know how far away we are. Close enough. Okay. And uh, yeah, he's going to basically try to do a really cool karate kick and just kick its human head off its shoulders. Ooh, okay. Uh, You know, I guess not a karate kick, but an agency CQC attack. Uh, Okay, ninja kick it. That's right. Like an agency agent, and it will be a wild attack. He's putting it all into this. Oh, blow up that six. Uh, so that's a ten to hit. That will raise, I believe. Let me double check here. Actually, that does raise. That is a twelve to hit. But yeah, anyway, it raises. And now it's no longer a raise. Darn. <laughs> you went too good. What a shame. I'm just so good at this game. Um, so that is a 7 plus 8 plus 3 plus 2 is a lot. Yeah, you kick its head off and the whole thing just collapses into a pile of bodies, parts, and stuff. Rachel seems really surprised that you just kicked the head off of this thing. I don't think she's ever seen you do anything. Did you do like a Chuck Norris flying kick? Yeah, so I think what he does, just to describe this in, in gory detail, is uh, he vaults off of one of the pieces of debris that you had moved out of the way, maybe like a door frame, uh, and he bounces in the air with like one of his, you know, basically his arms forward like this, bracing himself in case he like misses and needs to catch himself. But his other leg just kind of like comes up diagonally and hits this thing just right below the cheek on the right. And it's just a perfect kick, and he, it's almost like a like a soccer kick. Just knocks this thing's head, and it goes flying, and the creature is, falls limp. It doesn't just fall limp, it falls to pieces. Ew. Like the, the cow head that was like attached and sprouting out of its, sh- its shoulder just comes off, and there's this huge gouge where it was atta- attached all the chicken pieces fall off of it the cow hoof drops from underneath its arm falls off that's really gross it's, yeah it, it collapses and falls apart into this pile of body parts Wynon kind of gets up and cracks his neck a few times Rachel's giving you like this holy shit look I don't think she's ever seen you be that effective yeah. like in physical combat before yeah, I think he's just going to let that sit. He's not going to brag about it. Uh-huh. He's just going to kind of brush himself off. And Are you unhurt, Miss Kennedy? Uh, I'm fine. Are you? Yes. You've got a little bit of a 
and she'll like kind of point at your shoulder where there's like a little bit of like goopy brain. I feel like that might have splattered on you. Uh, he pulls out his one and only handkerchief, only only one he has, wipes it off his suit and just leaves it on the ground. <laughs> and Rachel, you got finger streaks on your oh, face. Oh no. Is there a source of I don't is it I don't know if handkerchief's gonna take care of that. There's a well. Rachel's gonna go over to this well. Because nothing bad ever happened at a well. Nothing ever. And like, if there's a bucket, she'll like pull up the bucket so she can wash her face. Yeah, give me a strength roll. Pulling up that bucket. A strength roll? Yeah. This is gonna be super embarrassing. Oh, no. Or you're just gonna do great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you pull on that that rope to haul the bucket up, and you just send it just flying up into orbit. As well as empty, I think I think you guys. <laughs> no, you're you're pulling it. The bucket feels pretty heavy. You're just, uh, what what what's going on? You're hauling. You're hauling. You're hauling. And uh, there is a corpse caught on. I let go of the rope. <laughs> like, there's a body in the well, you guys. Is that any surprise? <laughs> was it moving? No. Well, okay. You don't... Yes, it was moving. I dropped it. I think it was still moving. Well, was it an there. actual live person? Maybe she starts hauling on the rope there, again. There was no. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that. Little Timmy, I'm down a well. I think there might be a Damn, zombie. Maybe it should. I'm look. I'm looking for stuff to burn all the this corpse. Uh, yeah, I think there's stuff aplenty. That's the proper thing to do here. And we can roll for it, but I think Wynon would help to lift the bucket up so Rachel can shoot the zombie with it being down the well can and I safe. Just, and like, stick I think it's pretty dark down there. down there and fire off a segment of shell? Sure. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay. I think I've got to I'm not cast. even gonna have you roll. Oh, okay. You fire him. And the well collapses in on itself. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That means I can't wash my face. (laughs) That is true. Damn it. She'll pull out like a handkerchief and smear blood around her face, I guess. I mean, you didn't have that much blood on you, so it's enough that you 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 start doing that on hand, you can't eat. Right. Oh, yeah, or can't (laughs) eat. Yeah, you, you, you wash your face off. Thanks, Daisy. And uh, what's next? Yeah, you build like a pyre and you burn the body. Given the degree of destruction, I think it's safe to say that was not the creature that I suspect we will find if we continue to search. No, it seemed like we were after something much bigger by the tracks. I'd like you to notice how many bullets it took you, Miss Kennedy. Perhaps we are not as well armed as I had believed. It took me four shots. And you're a magical bullet wizard? (laughs) You not see that thing? Four shots is... Some of them missed, okay? It was in my face. 
That was a small one, Miss Kennedy. Even if you have a larger target, I assure you that is not an advantage. I shot her right in the chicken. <laughs> he just stares at you with this look of disgust. <laughs> this is going to be your sister-in-law. <laughs> yes, you did. Excellent job. He doesn't even know what to say at this point. Look, four bullets is not that bad. I've been in combat where I've had to reload my guns twice. I'm just saying, with the amount of trouble you had killing that, what do you think it's going to be like when you see the big one? And it's very big. It's been killing a lot. Those those Chinese ogres were a lot more difficult to kill than at least this thing. Well, that was indeed a challenge. But don't underestimate their resilience. That's all I'm saying. Uh, listen, I know. It's, I'm like a broken record, but... Look, I ain't worried. I got more powerful spells up my sleeve. Well, then I suppose I'll have to worry for the rest of you. Uh, and, yeah, I guess we're going to yeah. go look for it. Pick up the trail. Try to pick up the trail. Pick up the trail. All right. And I think that's where we'll leave off for now. Deadlands and Savage Worlds are the property of Pinnacle Entertainment Group. All content is used unofficially under the Savage Media Network license. Find more of their great products at pegging.com. Sound effects by Plate Mail Games and Ballabarts. Music provided by the Eaglestone Collective with additional tracks by Danheim. You can find links to all of the above in the show description. Thank you, listener, for joining us for this episode. If you've enjoyed our show, please consider leaving a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. We'd really appreciate it. And also, feel free to contact us via rvrpodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at rvrpodcast, or join us on our Discord. We'd love to hear from you, and as always, have a wonderful whatever time of day it is for you, and we'll catch you next time.